Cool. I actually feel like the intro to everything that we've done tonight has been way off. Like I knew when we were we I knew when we were recording. Oh yeah, that's a you always know now. It's a whole new shtick. Yeah, I don't understand what to do. It's he's trying to change the whole world. Rude. And you don't like change. No, not. I don't mind it if I, like, know that it's coming, but drastic, sudden change, not great. No. Yeah. Hence, hence why in our our uh, debut as a, as a duo for um, with Take Me or Leave Me, we know who's who. <laughs> it's, it's very true. I can't wait. It's going to be good. What? It's going to be so I'm, good. Andy's looking confused. You were there the other night. We didn't perform. I think he's mad because we haven't asked him the question of all questions. So he hasn't had an opportunity to make any sounds yet. Oh. Well, I mean, we don't have to ask it because we already know that it's happening. We hold all the power. Yeah. (laughs) We're the talent. Isn't that? Wow. He's like snarling his lip at me or something. I don't really know what's going on. Wow. Uh, Hi, Andy. Hi. Oh! Here's a secret. I'm this week's guest. Uh, I've taken that away from you. Now, what? Take me or leave me? What the hell was... What is is that? You watched Rent the other night. Yeah. You don't remember Take Me or Leave Me. Oh, the song. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm Joanne because I make lists in my sleep. Yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, cool. Okay. And uh, Kat's a slut. Yep. <laughs> She's nice, and I'm not slut shaming, it's fine, but. Uh, no, but I mean, you do remember that picture of the side boob. Oof. <sighs> yep. It is a nice side boob. Anyway, uh, continue the rest of the intro until you get to the part where we're going to have the actual discussion. I'll, I'll be waiting. Oh. Great. Um, well, anyways, hello, folks. Welcome to the V-Spot Podcast, a vegan-ish podcast where we talk about things. Yeah. Most, uh, mostly vegan things, I think. Mostly. Sometimes not. But it doesn't matter. We just like to tickle your eardrums. I almost said tickle your earbuds. I guess... Potato, potato. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. I'm Danny. And I'm Kat. I feel like in that moment, in that intro to the, um, yeah, I kind of was channeling Andy. <laughs> Felt a little Andy in there. It was weird. Did it? Yeah. 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 My mind. Anyways. Um, great. So, uh, what's new? Nothing. Other than your death. Um, Absolutely nothing. I haven't gotten out of bed really at all in three days. Um, I got out of bed a little bit today. And I had some Amy's no chicken noodle soup, and I did not see it again. So, <laughs> I so feel that's like, good. I feel like I'm on the mend. Um, but Mike is sick again, so I'm gonna go ahead and burn the entire house down. <laughs> um, <laughs> so as to not continue giving this back and forth to one another, because I'll tell you what, like. I make fun of people for getting the flu shot, and I will still not get a flu shot, but (laughs) this was really terrible. (laughs) 
you know, it's one of those like, uh, was it the flu? Was I it mean, I, a 24, like a bug? I don't know because it, it like matches the symptoms of a lot of things. Like it's, I, I mean, it's more or less identical to what Mike had last week. It also sounds like what Allie had last week. Like I think mine was a little bit shorter than what Mike had. Like I was a lot better yesterday and I'm a lot better today. He was sick for like almost a full week and now he's sick again. So I don't know. I feel like it's just, we're just like passing sickness around. And I had like a day. Yeah. I had like the alley. Yeah. I had like the alley version of it. So, unless of course we got poisoned. Unless we got poisoned, theory. which I mean maybe, but I don't know. Oh lordy, I I mean it could be. It it also definitely matches food poisoning symptoms. So I don't know. Either way. <sighs> Either way, I no well, longer have a fever. I'm out of the woods. We're well, we're moving on up. Good. Yeah. Good. So you got any uh, pop cultures to discuss? Um, I think I did. And uh, the fever made me forget. <laughs> I have a I have a hot topic. I mean, I guess it's not really a hot topic, actually. It's just a thing. But yeah, um, there's a new cereal out, a.k.a. Oh. a new soup. <laughs> well played. Spoilers. Um, Kellogg debuted a vegan labeled cereal. Did they? They did, and it looks disgusting. Oh, no. (laughs) Vegetable-packed cereal loaded with no sugar. I mean, it's granola. Not really, like, cereal. It's more like the granola. But it's raspberries, apples, and carrots. Oh. And, like, so I don't know. I have mixed feelings on this because I appreciate anything vegan, right? But, um... I don't know. It's kind of, it feels like it's, you know, if someone's like, oh, vegan cereal. Oh, look, it has fucking carrots in it. Like, way to be that stereotype. Yeah. That also, I don't know. That sounds gross. Yeah, like, it doesn't sound good, right? No, it does not sound good. No. Yep. And it's it's funny because the Veg News article is like, it's the first time in 113 years that Kellogg's has added vegetables to its breakfast cereal. That's not surprising to me. Like, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't because it it shouldn't be. Honestly, I don't know if I know of any granolas that have vegetables. Yeah, I'm not sure either, to be honest. So, yeah, it was vegan breakfast options. They have flavors of no sugar added granola, which like the so the other thing, the other thing they have the um, granolas, they have apricot, pumpkin seed and coconut and cashew and almond. Those are granola flavors. Yes. No carrots needed. No, I don't want any carrots in my cereal. That's the thing. And I wish that like Kellogg's is as much as I, again, appreciate any vegan labeled things. I kind of wish they'd done like vegan labeled Frosted Flakes. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I think I think Frosted Flakes are vegan, though, aren't they? They, so there's a there's that whole debate. I eat them, but I think it's where the vitamin D in them is derived. Uh, it's the same thing with all box cereal, like uh, uh, Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops, um, literally, basically any General Mills Kellogg cereal, yeah. unless it says like if they're the mini wheats, which I'm still sad that we can't eat that has gelatin or anything like that. Right. The questionable part is where the vitamin D is derived from, but you can't prove one way or the other that it is or right. is not an animal derivative. So, oh. I mean, I bought I a box had... of Frosted Flakes the other day. 
I haven't had Frosted Flakes in a long time. I've had the, like, Annie's version of them, Mm -hmm. whatever those are called, but I haven't had actual Frosted Flakes in a long time. I buy Cinnamon Toast Crunch a lot, though. Yeah, love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And Cheerios. I do enjoy me some Cheerios. And it's, oddly enough, I think that's the same thing. They all have that vitamin D whatever. But, I mean, again, it's one of those... You can't prove one way or the other. Right. And like, yes, I'm taking a chance. But the other morning when I was sick and eventually I ate some Cheerios at night, you know, like. Yeah. Sue me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Cheerios are one of those things for me that's like when I'm sick, there's only certain things that don't make me feel worse. Like the thought of eating so-and-so makes my stomach turn. But the thought of eating Cheerios, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like there's certain Mm -hmm. things that I can only eat when I'm sick. And Cheerios is one of them. Yep. I love them. So, anyways, that's my cereal. Cereal fan news, I guess. Hey, I, I'm here for it. I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I have one other thing. Okay. That's um, one of the newly elected, co- elected congresswomen. Yeah. Alexandria. Oh, my God. I'm going to. Cortez. Yes. I was going to say mm-hmm. they have both like her hyphenated name in there and I was like <gasps> um but her favorite uh milk of choice is oat milk. I I really like her. I'm a big fan. And I mean, I like that they chose a picture of her very very um <laughs> not obviously photoshopped. Right. It's very obviously photoshopped um in front of a wall of oatly. Oh, really? Yeah, it's on bed. That's funny. <laughs> um it made me happy. Did you see um, on, like, every website ever, <laughs> like, all the, like, Veg News and Live Kindly and all the vegan websites, um, all the articles about how I think it's, like, 48% of Americans now have a non-dairy milk in their household? No, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. It's, like, all over the place. I'll find it. Hmm. Which I think is really cool. Um. Oh, my God. I heard a thing earlier, and I, I would like to know if this is possible or not. I mean, I I don't know. So you know that, you know, humans are inherently lactose intolerant because we're not baby cows, right? Correct. Someone earlier was saying that they used to be lactose intolerant when they were little and then grew out of it. I've never heard of that. I've only heard people growing into it because they become less tolerant or they just suffer the same way their whole lives. I've never heard of someone growing out of it. Um, Is that possible? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'd have to, like, review my doctor degree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. But, um, I mean, maybe, because you can grow out of allergies in general. But, like, I would imagine, I don't know, that's one of those things that, like, in theory, everybody should have somewhat of an intolerance to dairy because you're not a cow. But, like, generations over generations people became tolerant to it because of intake so I'd be curious like if the person was drinking it anyway or just woke up one day 20 years later and it's like oh shit I can drink milk now you know what I mean right because I feel like that's a thing that you, you like you can grow out of allergies just like you grow into them I guess like you can get allergies later in life just like you lose I don't know I, I mean it doesn't surprise me that much but I feel like it's a little less common yeah, I don't know. And it was because they were asking about drinking it in their tea because um, they were drinking half and half in milk and stuff because they used to only drink. Well, maybe they d- 
developed a tolerance, I guess, because they used to only drink skim milk or whatever and then worked their way up. So I guess maybe they just, I don't know, changed their biology. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Speaking of cereal, did you see this disgusting Sour Patch Kids cereal? Um, I saw it. Is, is like... (laughs) What does it taste like? I don't know, and I will never find out. Oh, we're definitely <laughs> buying some and trying it. No, I, I don't know. That sounds gross. I mean, it's on the box. It even says first it's sour, then they're sweet. So, like, is it sour cereal? Oh, that makes me want to vomit. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't understand if they, if it quite literally... And I love Sour Patch Kids. Like, just not... Oh, I'm even thinking without, because I, I often will eat cereal without milk. I'll just, you know, nom on it. Yeah. Um, and even that, like, then it's just a crunchy Sour Patch Kid, which doesn't sound good at all. No. No. Keep that shit away from me. See, there's a fine line. I, I Like, I asked a few minutes ago for a sugary cereal that was <laughs> vegan friendly, and then this pops up. I know. That's true, mm-hmm. you did. That's not what I wanted. That's not what I meant, though. Take it away. Rude. Beggars can't be choosers. Oh, man. So, um, I guess the last pop culture thing I wanted to talk about is just recently how uh, Beyond Sausages have made their way into ShopRites, and officially. Yeah, O-Fish? O-Fish. Well, O-Fish is people are finding them, but... I just, what a world that we live in that something like Beyond Sausage is available in in stores everywhere. Yeah, and that's cool because, you know, just a few months ago, you couldn't find it even in Whole Foods. Like, it was sold out everywhere. So that's cool. Yep. That's my last, I guess, pop culture update or, I guess, news update. Yeah. I mean, I have a, like, I guess I have a slight pop culture pertaining to our topic because I did watch the... Um, British Bake Off episode about being about vegan stuff. So oh. I have that that I can discuss. Oh, yeah. Well, let's let's get right into it. Since right. our, our topic tonight, folks, that's my drum roll. I don't do a good drum roll. Yeah. yeah. I sound like it's, my drum roll and my ghost impression are very similar. Yeah. And neither one of them sounds like either of those things. So. Those are strange things to be the same. Yeah, yeah, well, it's fine. Anyways, uh, vegan baking. Yay! Uh, so let's, uh, we'll start with the pop culture. Uh, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> this is already going to be good. It's funny, too. I know I've said this before. Anytime that you text me, and I know I do this to you, too, and we always go, so dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and that's what I hear. I hear you in my head when I see so... that going, so the thing yeah um you know i i may not be the best person to discuss this because don't kick me off the podcast i don't like cooking shows i don't care for them i find them boring that's okay i I found this very boring um and so i had to like like force myself to pay attention to it because i just don't i don't watch the great british baking show bake off whatever it's even called because i find it boring so I forced myself to watch it because I wanted to see how they did. And I read a couple articles about it, too, to see, like, what other people thought about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they didn't um, – I mean, I don't know. I didn't feel like they really did vegan baking 
a lot of justice. Like, I feel like they could have done a much better job. Um, I don't know. Everybody, like, hem and hawed in the beginning about, like, how hard this is, how hard this is, how hard this is. And nobody, like, I don't know. I read online that one of the girls actually went vegan for a month to, like, really get in the mindset of having to do this. And I think she's the one who actually did pretty well. But, like... I don't know. I thought it would be interesting to do um, a similar, like, I thought it'd be interesting to have people like that go up against just, like, regular people who bake vegan. You know what I mean? Like, what if Nicole went on that show? You know, like, what if somebody who just was really good at vegan baking went on that show up against them? They probably would wipe the floor with them, you know? So it was just interesting that these, like, really, really you know, world-class people who are supposed to be so good at baking struggled and and misstepped over not being able to use milk and eggs. It just, I think, speaks to, like, the the whole disconnect and people's inability to, like, see past that, you know? Mm-hmm. So my question is, what... Oh, yeah, I forgot Andy gets to talk Oh, here. hey, Andy! Hi. Hey! So what were the three different challenges that they had? Because they, they always start off with one, like, skill thing and the you know figure it out from the recipe we give you and then like the signature dish or whatever so what were the three things that they had to do so the first one was a tart um and that one to me looked like the most successful like they seemed to have the least problem with that which was interesting because um, everybody was really nervous about like the base of their tart being having a soggy bottom. <laughs> soggy bottom. <laughs> a soggy bottom. Um, but that one seemed to be like every. I thought like at least aesthetically, every they all looked good, and there wasn't as many complaints with that one. And then yeah, the see, te- like a like a tart doesn't uh, the tart doesn't feel like that's a super duper challenge one. Yeah, I that didn't think so like either. It's a, like you know you you should be able to figure this out this is that's got maybe like two or three sub that's got maybe like two subs in it of butter yeah. and maybe egg for like a wash or something but and the the one girl who um i thought did a, an interesting she won like she was the best out of that round um she used tofu in both of her tarts and she used it for like a textural thing, but then her second tart was like a tofu scramble type tart. So she, mm. I liked because she wasn't just substituting; she was like making something that a vegan would want. You know what and I like mean? It wasn't just, straight just highlighting the difference. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. And then the technical one was um, they had to do a meringue, and they had Ooh. to use they had to use aquafaba. Yeah. Um, and everybody did pretty okay. They weren't given any instructions on how long to cook the aquafaba, so they all just kind of went based off of how long you would cook a meringue, and everybody, like, more or less did okay. Um, and then the last one was a cake. You had to make, like, a, I think it was a two, two-decker cake. Oh, yeah. See, now that, that skill challenge, one of a meringue, if you are uncomfortable or you don't know aquafaba i can see that one being rough and out of somebody's comfort zone now it's a that's a lot better than them saying make a meringue yeah and then not not helping at all not like giving the aquafaba as a thing yeah so like but but that's like i i like that they did that as the technical because that is a thing that if you said to somebody who isn't in the know about Mm -hmm. aquafaba or other choices just like oh yeah this is a vegan meringue they would go let's that's literally not possible yeah 
Because it shouldn't be. It doesn't make any damn sense, but it works. Now, the cake one, the cake one is super interesting for me because that's the one they got to experiment with and mess around with at home, the, the showstopper or whatever that last round is. Yeah, the showstopper. The one girl's cake, like, fell apart. The, like, top layer fell off the... Yep. The bottom layer. Not surprised um, by that one. <sighs> but everybody like liked the way hers tasted, but like it fell apart, so aesthetically it was no good. And the, te- the I mean, the, if it fell apart, the texture was going to be all wrong too. It yeah. was going to be the, the crumb was not going to be quite right. Mm-hmm. Don't eat that, Mary. That's a bad bake, it's, Mary. It's a bad bake, <laughs> it's a bad Mary. bake Mary. Don't, Don't eat that, eat Mary. That. Don't eat that, Mary. <laughs> We really like That's going the to upset bacon. my tummy. I guess so. This I is just, a little raw. I'm, this is a little I'm raw. It's going that. to upset my tummy. Um, I mean, the, I like that they chose cake as a showstopper because it, a, a cake hits every single thing that you need to oh, yeah. sub for Substitute. baking. Yeah. You've got, you know, butter and fats. You've got egg. You've got milk. Prob- you've, you can have milk going on in there. I mean, there's... Like all the bit, like those are your big three things to figure out how to sub in baking, and they're all in cake mm-hmm. or yeah. the frosting, and it's not that's not necessarily an easy thing to overcome and get that same texture, the same kind of um, binding that the that you can get in there. So I think that's I think that's an interesting one. That one's actually a bit of a challenge. They certainly ramped up as they went on there, didn't they? Yeah, right. And I'm gonna <laughs> guess they weren't really allowed like. You know, Bob's Red Mill egg replacer or something, too. It didn't appear as such, no. <laughs> That's what I would be very interested in, like, knowing. Yeah. Is what did they use? Did they explain a lot of what they used? Did they use applesauce or... I didn't yeah. see a lot of that. I saw, like, some coconut oil being tossed about, but I didn't see any, like... The one girl did specify that she was using tofu in one of her tarts as, like, a thickening agent, but nobody else really talked a lot about what they were doing in terms of substitutions. I wonder if it was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just hoping. Yeah, maybe. I will have to watch that episode. Yeah. We've got a lot of catching up to do on that anyway. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Well, then, I don't know. I mean, I've it's honestly I'm stressed out just talking about it. And we've Andy and I have discussed this a lot, actually, because he's the baker. That's why I'm here. Yeah. And you other than you're okay. The problem with you. (laughs) The problem with you, Andy. That's what this episode is really about. Yeah. (laughs) See, see, no, like that sentence would have been surprising and jarring to me if that wasn't just like a general thing that comes up. It's like. Andy, the you problem with you. Problem is, <laughs> oh, um, no. <laughs> it's that you're a perfectionist. And so. Well, isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? Like, um, <laughs> but. Weird what? how you guys are getting married. <laughs> okay. I mean, yes and no. I don't disagree. <laughs> However, there's how many versions of your cookie recipe in your notebook, Andy? Well, in my in my <laughs> actual notebook, there is one, but in my little handheld spiral guide, there's two or three mm-hmm. um, that need to be transcribed and altered to go into the other one. But but here's but here's transcribed the, the, and altered. Yeah, because it's not. Well, no. Here's a better question. Yeah, see, I'm not this bad. Here's a better question. <laughs> I just 
maybe two or three weeks ago, finally wrote down my pancake recipe, and it is on version three in that notebook. Yeah, see, because I made pancakes out of his notebook the other morning, and I made version one, because I was like, what the fuck is this? Because he has it all written out as version one, and little V2 underneath with different, um, I don't even know what you replaced, and then V3, and I was like, no, no. Nope, fuck that. And then I had I had a different <laughs> version in there for if you wanted to make chocolate ones. I had a different version in there for if you wanted to make a like an apple pie pancake. Are you going to just... write a cookbook? No, I'm going to write these things down for myself and then... <laughs> fuck everybody else. Always make it repeatable. I mean, maybe I'll give it out to our good, good listening public. But the thing is, I, I write it down and I go through the different versions because version one of those pancakes may have been good... But they weren't great. They weren't what they should be. Yeah, see, I'm not this bad. Mm -mm. You know, version one of my cookies, of my chocolate chip cookie, may have been pretty good, but there was still an off flavor that I could find in it. This is, And then you change things, and you change your method, you change your procedures, until you get to, ah, that is a one-to-one. You would, and with the cookies, it's, that's a one-to-one. That is exactly how my non-vegan cookies were because i had those like on lock they were done they were perfect and now i have to figure that out again and that was a thing that when you went vegan mm-hmm. i was like you were upset you I, weren't upset I that was, i went vegan you were upset because you're like i'm gonna have to rethink all my baking recipes all yeah all of my baking <laughs> recipes were out the window and all of my like baking cookbooks mm-hmm. are on, are now only uh, bases to then be altered. Mm-hmm. And like, I've got some serious baking cookbooks. Like I have Beard on Bread. You know, the cook cookbooks, the cookbook award that you can win is the James Beard Award. That's the dude. It's his bread book. Like it's, it's serious I business. I, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> Honestly, I saw that the other day. I was looking at our cookbook shelf and I saw Beard on Bread and I was like, is that a typo? That like, sounds dirty. No, man. Yeah. That sounds like a topic for the type five. Yeah, yeah. beard on bread. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, but it it kills me because that has almost prevented you from doing more baking. What? Well, so it's, because like asking me about the brownies. It is the reason I have not made brownies in two years. But it's at like least. you won't even try. It's because I don't. I do not have an equivalent for that because my brownie recipe is is based off of Elton Brown's that is a whole bunch of melted butter, a shit ton of eggs, and almost no flour. Like, they're borderline flourless. But do you think you run into some of the issues that the people on the British baking show did as well? Like, why don't you just come up with a new brownie recipe instead of trying to replicate? Well, because... I I think a lot of problems come in baking specifically because baking is so scientific yeah like i think some problems come from trying to do a one-to-one instead of being like well let's just come up with a new vegan recipe well and that's well and that's the thing is you know the vegan brownie recipes like the one that you used out of that book are uh whichever book that is like that turns out really that turns out good. good yeah but it's not my brownies that i made before i'm not looking to just sub stuff out in that <laughs> recipe I'm trying to figure out how to recreate that end result of those brownies without using those same ingredients. It's like the equivalent of saying, I don't have wood, so I'm going to build a house out of 
Well, listen, little piggy, we can figure out which gonna one's going to get blown down. I think that the nursery rhyme says you should build your house out of brick. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think we have well, I think an answer to that. in that case, it would be the thing I don't have is brick, because we know that's what everyone uses and what there's a recipe for, but I'm left with straw and sticks, so how do I put that together to equate to a brick house? You can't, therefore you have to make the best straw house that you can, that you're happy with. Yeah, see, but what I'm going to be happy with is that brownie <laughs> that I ended up Yo. with. Like, you, gotta, you gotta relax. Like that, yeah. <laughs> I am not this bad. That good, I'm not. Just gotta sit down and do it. I have I have not. It, crafting a recipe from scratch is not an easy thing. And um, I am displeased with all the bases I have to go off of. I think we need to pull in for future episode. We need to pull in an expert. We should. More of an expert? Yes, Andy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, someone who actually does this for a living. <laughs> like Kiki. Yes. Uh, let's see. We can remote record. Boy, what if we had a roundtable discussion? That's not going to be roundtable. It's going to be the two of you geeking out. No, 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 no. She's not, our not, friend. Yeah, not Danny me. and I will just take a nap and you and Kiki can do the podcast. No, not me. Not me. I wasn't thinking me. We have other people who are baker friends too. It's like, what if you just had a, oh my God, what if you just had a podcast that was all about baking? Um, an entire podcast about baking? Yeah, like just a just a show. New podcast idea. No. Get baked. I mean, I will eat the results of this. Yeah. <laughs> Same. So, but uh, here's your plug, Kiki, that we want you to be on the podcast. There you go. That would be fun. All right, so here's my question, and maybe, Danny, you already have wow. answered. Um, what do you, what is a baked good that you want that is traditionally not like like most baked goods is traditionally not vegan that you have yet to really get or that you can't easily get around here or like make it home. And then same question for cat croissants, like actual one. croissants, not like not like um, Pillsbury crescent mm. rolls. I mean, like a like a friggin flaky croissant, proper yeah. puff pastry. Yeah, you can't get those up. At, like anywhere. You know, like we have our blessed baker who works with bourbon and like everywhere else that does bagels and stuff like that you are really hard pressed to find a vegan croissant i was gonna say i think croissants are puff pastry based and butter 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 yeah, yeah. like yeah thin thin Probably. thin 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 layer of dough butter thin 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 layer of dough butter and making puff pastry from scratch sucks well you asked and i answered and that's a very good one i feel like Ooh. That is a really good one. I can't think of anything, honestly. I'm not a big baked goods person, so I don't really, like, search it out, really. Why do we keep you around? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, like, I well, I suck at baking, so I never really get that into it. And I'm not, like, a big desserty type person, and I feel like the desserts I do like, I have found. So, I don't then know. What is your, uh, then what is your go-to vegan dessert? I like, that you have discovered or found. Um, I mean, that isn't I, Oreos. That's not Oreos. <laughs> I like any kind of like pie. I'm a big pie person. Mm. Um, I made once from the, I think it was from the Urban, uh, is it the Urban Vegan? No, what's it called? Thug Kitchen. From Thug Kitchen. I made a banana cream pie from their cookbook once and that was really good. And I don't think I'd ever had a banana cream pie as a not vegan 
so I don't have anything to compare it to, but I remember that being really good. You know what? I take it back. You know what I want? Oh, there we go. <laughs> come to her. She got there. <laughs> you know what I want? And ma- this probably exists, and I just have never had it. Um, so oddly enough, one thing I actually don't love is donuts, but one thing that I would really like to so find wrong. is a really good Boston cream donut. I knew that's what you were going to say. Mm. I knew it the second you said the banana cream pie. I'm like, she's going to say a Boston cream donut. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That one is legitimately hard because the filling yeah. is just straight up egg based. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, which which leads me to wonder, could you do an equivalent based on aquafaba? maybe have you um i've never had one it done well i've never had i a... don't know if they've ever done one i i feel like i've seen them i've just never i don't think i've I ever feel had like it. i have too and i think if i've seen it it's at the um brooklyn yeah i would agree because it's a it's a custard filling and like how do you do that because it's just just straight up egg based and it's got to be either aquafaba or some combination of that and maybe you could get there with tofu with a silken tofu but i don't i don't know i feel like silken tofu you have to be careful with that it doesn't get like slimy yeah and it has a taste like i put it, it in does. my smoothies and it t- it makes it sour it has a taste yeah which you have to be careful which you yeah. could probably like in that in a in a custard, you might be able to get away with it a little bit, but in general, like in general, if there is soy in a thing, I usually can taste it. It's the off flavor that I deal yeah. with in my cookies right now. Is there's always that little hint of uh, earth balance. You're super sensitive to it. Too, I am. Though. I'm a real. I'm a real pain. So yeah, man, that's a good one. So what is yours? Well, that's a good segue. Go ahead and ride it. Segue. Because my my thing that I wish we just had is shitty cheap donuts. Like a mm. yeah. I'm gonna go to the grocery store and just pick up a twelve yes. pack of their donuts for three dollars. Fry I'm hoppers go- donuts. Fry yes. hoppers. Fry hoppers if you're out there and <laughs> listening to me. Please Get make me a vegan donut. Uh you know, like yeah, they're awful. They are garbage donuts. Dunkin' Donuts, just a glazed donut. Yeah. The worst one, hands down, the worst one that makes me the most upset is Krispy Kreme. The last time we were down south, I think it was. Of course, of course, a fucking Krispy Kreme, now that I don't eat them anymore, is right there. Literally opened up like two miles from where my dad lives down south. Like, that's so bad. I, I don't even know why. I was like, there's nothing, there's nothing vegan there. And I don't know if it was you or your dad oh, told st- me to check. And I, I was still like, looked. I still checked. Because, like, there's nothing. There's just looking at Krispy Kreme isn't vegan. Like, no, I'm yeah, sure they're deep fried sure. and just straight lard and anger. Yeah. But, but like, at the same time, don't you wish that you could just walk in somewhere and get that, like, hot, fresh donut that's just the sugary, cheap. And just nah, melts. Nah, 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 and nah. just melts. Yeah. And nobody does it. Because yeah. the other thing is, like, if you live in a city, yeah, you can go get done well. But yeah. they're literally done well. They are good donuts. <laughs> yes. They are proper ass. And they're like nice. six dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> like they're more than a dollar a piece. Oh, yeah. And they are too good in their yes. quality yes, I to agree. be considered a shit donut. No, yeah. Which even is, the even and, the cider belly donuts that you can get at the co-op, like those are not shitty donuts. No, you they're know? good donuts. They're like, good donuts. That's the problem, is both of these are like artisanal quality donut kind of thing mm-hmm. you know like they are homemade Gourmet donuts, donuts. Yeah. yeah 
And that's the other thing is donuts are hard and annoying to make at home. Do you remember yeah. nibble? Nibble donuts? Oh, man. Oh, R.I.P. Those yep. were not even donuts. Those were donuts. Those, Those were, were small cakes. cakes. <laughs> yeah. Those were like small bread things because like that, the consistency was that of bread. So they it was like nuts. a- They were They're so good. Yeah. Yep. And and they did some crazy ass flavors and toppings, yes, which is appreciated. This is the that's a, now crazy ass flavors and toppings. I'm thinking of the one in Rochester. Yep. Oh, Misfit Donuts. Misfit Donuts again, gourmet donut. Yeah. Yep. Like they're a little cheaper than like Dunwell and and the oh, whatnot. They're not in the city, but they're also not in the city, and they are just a good ass donut. Yeah, they're very good. Mm-hmm. Ugh. You just want a cheap donut. I, I want, want a, a cheap. I want a cheap shit donut. Yeah. What if we yeah. combined all of our wants and had a, a Boston cronut? cream cronut? Cream and oh, cronuts are things. Shit. Yeah. Oof, boy. Uh, it would so be. This is- it would be nice in general to be able to get like shitty pastries. Like you know, how you roll into the market and there's all yeah. those pastries or whatever. It'd be nice to get like yeah. shitty pastries that were in like vegan without being accidentally vegan because they're made with straight chemicals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because they're basically made <laughs> yes. with paint thinner and wax. Yeah, because there's like a lot of, you can get a lot of different things at like Price Shopper and different markets that are accidentally vegan, but I don't know what a single ingredient on that list is. <laughs> right, like like the, a, the Walmart apple and cherry yes. turnovers are accidentally vegan, but you look at them and there's like apple flavored filling and then all these like right. series of consonants and vowels in mismatched places and you're like what the fuck is this rehydrated droxypoxy yeah yes silicone yeah. <laughs> yeah and you're like what is this what's another one like that that's just um like i'm sure there's one of those vending machine pastry kind of things like a oh, bear yeah. claw or a honey Ooh. bun or or uh, you know like a, a big <laughs> texas roll or something one of those things that no human should ever eat <laughs> I used to love those. <laughs> oh, I know. Me too. They were like a cross-country food back in high school. But like, yeah. no one should ever eat those. But I'm yeah. sure there's one of them that's accidentally vegan because there's nothing, nothing in it that's in real. <laughs> which is the reason they sustain themselves in a vending machine for years at a time because no human actually eats them. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know what else I really wish was accidentally vegan? Now speaking of, you know, last forever is a Twinkie. Uh, like what the what the hell in a Twinkie is actually not vegan because they aren't. But I don't I know don't what care in them. that much about them. But I li- I used to like the Swiss rolls. Yeah, Ooh. or, or the ho- like those ho-ho. those like yeah. shitty little brownies with the rainbow sprinkles that your yeah, mom always put in your Cosmic brownies. <laughs> the cosmic oh my brownies, god, a zebra yeah. cake! I would love a zebra cake. That was um yep. friend uh friend of ours bachelor party before. I was vegan, but I was doing, but I was doing the no meat. Yeah. Um, we went and got zebra cakes. It's just like a thing to have around for the bachelor party. And it'd be like, pull them out of the box and just whip a little sleeve of two of them at somebody and just like, oh yeah, zebra cake. Yeah. Cause oh my I've God. so garbage, such absolute shit, but I just like, don't you know. just want it. I just, I just don't know. Like this discussion has really made me come to the conclusion that I don't know why the world insists on pushing good things on the vegans? Can't you just let us have some shit? Just <laughs> give me a shitty cosmic brownie. I don't I was, need gourmet brownies. I don't I need was, nice things. I was just thinking that, like, how easy it is to replicate, like, your grandma's apple pie and, like, all these legit things. But, like, all I want is a fucking zebra cake. Right. No, but, yeah, seriously, like, 
Yeah. T- taking taking Daniel's grandma's uh, Italian ball cookie recipe and transitioning it over to being vegan. Ugh. I was, thought it was going to be impossible. Was pretty easy. It was. We we hit the right thing. That Bob's Red Mill. That Bob's yeah, the gluten-free Bob's Red Mill egg replacer is the linchpin of that. You don't use the gluten-free if you use the regular one that's not gluten-free or whatever. Oh god. It doesn't work. Yep. It's weird. Absolutely bizarre to me. But Yeah. Like that was super easy. And even if we didn't use that, I'm pretty sure if we use just something else that's more of a you know, not pre-packaged egg replacer yeah that would be it would have been pretty easy to do but like there we are like a traditional recipe super easy to do you, we can crank out shit tons of them now but can i get can i get at christmas time one of the little packaged christmas tree cakes no i can't oh god snowballs oh, snowballs god damn it i know yeah and then no, you know I'm e- mad even if right? we, even if we turned around, reverse engineered a zebra cake, made them at home somehow, it's not the same. No, it's not going to be the same. But that's that's like <laughs> we've said it so many times. It's convenience. It really is, yeah. Because yeah. I I was thinking earlier when I ordered curry for dinner, it wasn't like I was like I could make this at home, and I hate when I go out and I order something that I'm like I could easily make this at home. But yeah. and I've wanted it, you know, but I just don't feel like fucking making it sometimes. Sure. I hear that. Well, because because sometimes you drop the dog off to go have a play date for the weekend and you know you're going to come home, record a podcast and do all sorts of stuff before you do things. It's like, no, nah, I just need something to put in my mouth and curry is what I, I want. I wish I had a zebra cake. And I mm-hmm. wish I had a fucking zebra cake. Yeah, it would be Preach. easy to walk into a bodega and or, you know, get a zebra cake. Just mm-hmm. grab a zebra cake. What? You look like you had a revelation. I did not have a re- revelation, but I did want us to do a quick review on the mega stuffed Oreos. I didn't have one. You didn't have one? No. Why? You're not down with the cream? I didn't have one. I like didn't even realize they were out on Sunday, and then I just never had one. And I'm surely not having one right now. <laughs> yeah, no. So um, I can't participate. You guys are going to have to to hold the... Hold down the fort. No, I'm. Now I feel bad. That's okay. It's okay. I've got some downstairs. I just can't do it. I. So, as far as Oreos go, I'm more a cookie over the cream person. I'm that person. And so the mega stuff is a lot for me because I can't mega stuff that into my mouth. I don't actually stuff any Oreos in my I twist. And I eat the cream off one side, and then I eat the cookies because I yeah, like the I cookies do that better. Too. Um, so it was good. It was just a lot for my preference. Andy, I see. Yeah, I'm. So what do you mean? Yeah, you shoved a thousand of them together and went, "Look what I did." <laughs> yeah, I did. Because what I was about to say is, I was all. I'm also the person who would take the half off an Oreo of two double stuff Oreos and put them together and have a mega stuff, which is what that thing is. You can actually see the two double stuff layers stuck together in it. Mm. So someone just did the work for us. Yeah, they really did. But here's the thing is I didn't want them to because I can first, I can only eat like two of them and then I feel like my teeth are going to fall out. It is too much. Yeah, there's, there is such a thing as too much Oreo cram. Yeah, because it's not actually cream. 
I have a really hard time explaining that to people too. Like yeah. when the red velvet Oreos and uh, when we were with Lauren at the grocery store last and she was like, well, there's uh, cream cheese frosting. I was like, no, no. No, there's not. <laughs> it's cream cheese flavored. And I looked and I'm pretty sure there was basically nothing different than regular cream. So I'm still not sure. But yeah, no, but I was like, who no, knows? No. And then I have to she's like, well, what is it then? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's shortening in sugar. It's like literally <laughs> all it is. It's mm-hmm. disgusting, but it's good. But, but no, man, the mega is just it's it's too much of a good thing. Maybe that's the secret to more crappy vegan baking, like good crappy vegan, if you will, is shortening. Yeah. Cause I used I used shortening in the um, frosting for the cupcakes I made Allie for her birthday, and they were pretty good. That's what you used in the in the grandma cookies was shortening yeah. in the end instead of butter. Yeah. And it worked out. Just what's the secret? Slap some fucking Crisco in there. Yeah, because it's it's gross. Because it's gross. <laughs> And then I did not like good. the feeling of it. I will tell you that bacon. I was yeah. like, oh god, it's on my finger. <laughs> it's like got that like weird like waxiness to it. Yeah, it's well, definitely best, gross. The best is trying to wash it off your hands because <sighs> you can't. Oh yeah, honestly. Oh, oh man. Oh, we should give a quick review. Did you ever end up having any Maureen's cupcakes? Me? Yeah. Did I? I don't know because you missed out if you didn't. I, I did don't not. remember. It's I still you have. Don't I like s- peanut butter. Ah. They're still in my fridge. I think I, maybe not. I I don't remember a lot from the last few days. It's all a blur. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's all a stream. But I um I still have a few in my in the fridge. My mom told me to keep them refrigerated because of the peanut butter. They are they were on point, and that's the kind of thing that I would like to know. Like what Maureen did, because they were like a nice moist cupcake, and the peanut butter frosting was like. A really good texture too. It was. Mm. It wasn't too gourmet, and it wasn't too sweet because that's my yeah. problem a lot of time with cupcakes and cake in general is the frosting is too sweet. Yeah, I, I don't like. I don't like that. But that's what there was. Just the right. I don't know. It was just very, very good. Oh, I will let her know. Yeah, but I mean that's the problem. Is I really liked them, and then she's gonna withhold cupcakes for another. I don't know. Year another so. year, right? Yeah. She can't blue ball me like that. <laughs> Damn it, Maureen. Honestly. But I feel like we're going to end up with a very long email or Instagram message from Kiki. Yeah. <laughs> Being like, well, here's the thing. And then and then we'll stop reading it and you'll write back and just be like, save it. Save yeah, I literally, I, probably we will. When you see the mess- notification pop up and I see that it's from her, I think we should just ignore it and be like, we're not reading this at all. You're going to have to be a guest on the podcast and tell us everything. That's right. That would be so fun. Right? It'd be weird to hear her voice. I know. Well, you know, this isn't the first time this has happened to me. Even more so is like, um, I guess a lot of what I do at work now is, you know, talking to people and not really ever meeting them for a long time. Like I just at the past event was the first time I had met people that I had been talking to for months. Sure. Like going back and forth about sponsoring and this and that and fundraising and then i finally met them and i'm like oh that's what you look like or oh that's what you sound like oh okay <laughs> so it's it would be interesting to actually get to talk to her because i'm like i feel like i'd be nervous <laughs> yeah right she's I'd be like oh, you're so she's, cool she's probably so much cooler than we are probably oh that's that's not saying much definitely the, the bar is real real low <laughs> yeah hey hey it's true 
Well, <laughs> Does that about end the uh, baking portion of this conversation? For now. For now, until... Until, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I know Kat doesn't have any food to talk about. No, she sure as fuck doesn't. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back away and, uh, I have, and I let have. you talk about food then. Yeah, I think I only have one Here thing. Here I go. Okay. I actually have two things. One is a complaint. <laughs> um, and that is for the ready whip fucking whipped cream I am very 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 much over the fact that it doesn't fucking come out of the can girl <laughs> every time I buy one of those fucking things the can, the goddamn thing breaks that's like what the shit I, I thought it was me I'm like was, why don't I know how to use ready whip <laughs> no no it was the other just the other night I asked Andy to what were, were we making hot chocolate? It was like, not, yeah. And I was like, yeah, hot chocolate with whipped cream. Nice. And because they started carrying it over at Shop and Save. And I was like, that's perfect. And I love the coconut one. It's my favorite out of the two. Me too. Me too. And he's like, it's not coming out. I think it's too cold. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it was a brand new freaking thing of it. And it like would not come out. And finally he got after like shaking it for a thousand years. And we used it. I used it that night one time after that and then i tried to use it this morning or yesterday one or the other and i got like one one squeeze out of it and that was it like i I honestly feel like by the time i get it like where it's actually coming out i get to use it maybe three times and it's done and i'm not talking like buckets of whipped cream i'm talking like one yep like three uses in total and i don't know what the fuck is wrong with it or me yeah, no, the same thing happens to me. It's happened to me at least twice. I think of I've gotten one, like, I think I've gotten through one full can without it breaking ever. And every other time it's broken. Yep. And I know that there was, like, a reformulation of it or whatever, I think, to make it easier to come out. Um, but these are the reformulated ones because it was, like, after December date or whatever. Um, and these were ones, my last one was good until, like, February. And it's, yeah, no, didn't work. Yeah. So I just have a like huge complaint with that because the pro and it, I wish it sucked. If it was a bad product, then I'd be like, well, fuck it. But it's so goddamn good that I keep going back for more. And every time I get angry. <laughs> I hear that. I hear it. So that was my first thing with food is I fucking love that whipped cream. But goddamn it. Why doesn't it work? Um, My second food thing is that I had one of those. I don't know how to say Oyokos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever that, what is it? O-I-K-O-S, whatever it is, yogurt that I sent you the picture of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had the pineapple brulee one today, and it was so good. Really? So good. I put some granola with it and um, just extra pineapple chunks, and it was delicious. I'm a huge coconut seems like most of the things i prefer actually are like coconut milk based but um it was just it was a good consistency it wasn't chalky at all which i know some yogurts for me are like a little bit too chalky um but it wasn't chalky and it just had a good flavor it wasn't you would like it because it wasn't like sour yeah um it was just it was delicious and i was really excited because i i knew that those existed but i hadn't found them yet until i just accidentally came across them so yeah if anyone can go find them i found them at Shoprite. um i have the chocolate one in my 
fridge as well. And then they had key lime and vanilla. And as I go get them. Um, I'm going to look at my local ShopRite immediately, even though ShopRite upsets me frequently. <sighs> I know. But yeah, I think that's that's it as far as food really goes. We'll see uh, after our weekend visit. I know we're having um, dad's girlfriend cook for us. So we were talking about how it's going to be our, you know, my mom makes when we go for Christmas or whatever, she'll make something. But other than that, it's going to be our first like random homemade meal in a, in a while. I know you made meatless balls the other night. Oh, yeah. I forgot about my meatless balls. Those were really good. Those they were... came from a Chloe Casarelli cookbook. Yeah, those were amazing. It was like, I think it was the spices. Those are very good. So, but yeah. So we'll see you after this weekend. And thank God she's going to cook for us because I'm pretty sure there's they've I don't even know if they've heard of vegans where we're going. <laughs> so it's a literal mountain. They have white squirrels there. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's it. It's a it's a mountain full of albino squirrels. So, yeah. I think that's that's all I got for me, too, for podcasts. So awesome. Well, um. I guess shout outs. We did our Kiki one. Go become a patron on our Patreon. Yeah, do that. Oh, for the love of God. On Veg News. Oh, yeah. We are on page 69. Yeah. <laughs> that was not planned that I know of. Maybe it was planned. Uh-uh. Um, but if I'm you winking. see us in Veg News, yeah, tweet us, even though we don't ever check Twitter. Or Instagram message us or email us or whatever if you see the ad in Veg News. Yeah. Because that'd be cool. And then rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your best friend and your best friend's dog and your great aunt and your great uncle and all of those people that this podcast exists and how much you love us. And direct them right to the vspot.fm so they can check us out. Yes. Yeah. And, uh... I know I already said it, but I'm going to say it again. Become a patron because it's cool that we have that. Yeah. We need to start uh, saving our money so that we can develop a vegan zebra cake. So please send us your money. That's, you know, that is what (laughs) instead of a Kickstarter or anything like that, by becoming a patron, you are supporting a vegan zebra cake. Okay. Next topic. Next podcast topic is a zebra cake. Could it ever be vegan because the zebra cake? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.